0: The scripture reading for today is Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5 to 7. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government peace, and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, New whole family. It is a blessed Sunday. We're gathered here in spirit and truth to worship our Lord Jesus Christ uh, together. Even though uh, we are physically separated, uh, we are united together uh, in spirit, uh, fixing our eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ. It looks like uh, we'll be uh, continuing on online virtual service uh, for Christmas and uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, Things are getting uh, worse, actually, in Toronto and Peel area. And we also know that starting from tomorrow, York Region will also have a lockdown as well. But I hope and pray that that God will give us patience and strength. uh, Because we know that this season uh, will also pass as well. Uh, In fact, the Advent season is all about waiting. And yet, we know uh, that there is a happy ending. Uh, that we are eagerly waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he promised that he will return. So Advent season is really teaching us and training us what it means for us to be patient and wait as we fix our eyes on the Lord. But at the same time, we are praying for those who are going through a very, very difficult time, We know that some of our congregation members, um, family, are in ICU and hospital, going through sickness and even financial pressure as well. And we pray that God's special uh, grace and peace will be uh, upon you as well. So that's why we are going through the season uh, with a series title called Extraordinary Peace in Extraordinary Times. So today, the title is Extraordinary Peace in Conflicts. So we face never-ending conflicts in this life. It is because of our sinful nature. On top of that, we are living in this world that is polluted by sin and self-centeredness. I heard the news that um, during this pandemic, there are people who are going through divorce counseling. The increase about forty percent. That many married couples are going through conflicts during the season, as they feel more isolated, and they are more consumed with their own issues and problems. Having tremendous struggle and conflicts in their family life. It's not only applied to marriage. Uh, the relationship between parents and children. Some of the children uh, uh, cannot wait for this pandemic to uh, finish uh, because they want freedom, but also they want to get out of the house as well. Because living and spending every day together, uh, sometimes uh, it brings a lot of conflicts, the surface level. Some of the people are going through conflicts with extended families uh, because not everyone has the same kind of value. People are uh, reacting. Uh, So uh, there are times that you may get disappointed with your extended families and even families-in-law as well. There are times that we also go through conflicts with people that we work with in our workplace, uh, as we deal with uh, in our business. Uh, and those of you who are also studying online, uh, that you may have a lot of pressure and conflicts in your heart as well. We hear the news about you know, people fighting uh, over masks or not keeping uh, safe physical distance. In bus station, when you go to supermarket, uh, and there are people who do not wear masks, uh, so the, one of the employees say, oh, can you wear a mask? And then they have huge fight or uh, the conflicts. Even in U.S., there was a gun shooting because someone demanded to put masks as well. So all these things are occurring not because of Corona pandemic. These conflicts were there even before the pandemic. It is because of our sinful nature. Look at the conflicts and uh, fights you know, in uh, United States because of political difference and viewpoints. The nations are having conflicts because of their own values. Even in Korea, they are going through a lot of conflicts based on the generations and political preference. Uh, whether it's a politics, a finance, or relational, or even in our church community, there are times that we may have a conflicts based on our own uh, desire, and even for our passion, wanting to serve the Lord may create uh, different views and conflicts. But we recognize that Jesus Christ came to us as we are continually battling and facing conflicts in our lives. The peace of Jesus Christ bring reconciliation for those who are struggling through conflicts. But the question is, then how come for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, still having conflicts in our lives? And how can we overcome and experience reconciliation and restoration through the peace? Of Jesus Christ so first we have to recognize that conflict is caused by counterfeit expectation let me repeat that again conflict is caused by counterfeit expectation in verse 5 it begins for every boot of trampling warrior in battle turmoil, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as a fuel for the fire During uh, the time of Isaiah, the nations were going through constant battles, getting invaded, getting conquered, being destroyed, defeated. The southern part of Judah was going through tremendous pressure as well because their disobedience of the Lord that God was punishing them. And yet through the prophet Isaiah, God was promising the nations will be restored when Messiah comes. So back then Israelites thought, you know what, when Messiah, the son of David comes, then our kingdom will be stronger with the military power, better finance situation, and all those uh, expectations. But however, that was not God was promising to the prophet Isaiah. Because when you conquer and try to have peace with military power, it will not last. It may last maybe for one generation, but the nation will get defeated again by other stronger nation. Other kings will rise and fall as well. So even though God was speaking the promise through the Isaiah, the Israelites had false counterfeit expectation. That God was Reminding the Israelites through the prophet Isaiah. It was not about short-term solution, but it was permanent, eternal solution through the Prince of Peace. When Jesus comes as a Messiah, that he will proclaim the kingdom of God when God reigns in our every facet of relationship, when God reigns in our community, when God reigns in our family and workplace, the peace of God will reign. But however, uh, that we as a human being, we still perceive everything based on our own self-interest, based on our own desire. So we build our own counterfeit expectation. That we expect and we desire God to work something out for our own benefit. Rather than looking at it from kingdom perspective, we look at it from our own perspective. And that's why we constantly struggle with counterfeit expectation. So even in our human relationship, rather than looking at someone from God's perspective, we look at them from our own perspective and we create our own counterfeit expectation and we get disappointed. So we have a conflict in our relationships, in our workplace, even as we pursue our future career as well. And when we get disappointed, we end up blaming God, and we get hurt, thinking that God did not deliver his promise. We have to recognize that it began even from the beginning in the Garden of Eden when sin came into the relationship between man and woman. When sin came, they start to have a conflict, blaming each other. And it continued on, even in Cain and Abel. And through that conflict, there was a murder amongst the brothers as well. So oftentimes the conflict begins because we think in our own self-centeredness, how does it affect me rather than how does it affect us or how does it affect other human beings? Even though we confess that Jesus is a Lord and Savior, such conflict continues on. And there is a gap between the promise of God and our current reality. And through that gap, we create counterfeit expectation over and over and over again. So I was reading uh, one of the books called uh, How People Change by Timothy Lane and Paul David Tripp. It talks about uh, the counterfeit expectation based on gap. Uh, If you can uh, show the diagram. So we're living our lives here and now. And we know that we are forgiven through the power of Jesus Christ on, on the cross. So there is a forgiveness and we are being justified. Even though we know that we are forgiven The here and now, the many of us who are still struggling with our own sinful nature and guilt. And we feel like we fail all the time. And even in the future, we know that salvation will be completed. That we know that Jesus is coming back. And the kingdom of God will be continually uh, being fulfilled in our everyday reality. And yet, here and now, we still see their corruptions. And Jesus said, the kingdom of God is here and not yet. That reality that you and I were living in this tension and gap. So here and now, there's constant gap and tension and counterfeit expectation that we are struggling with. So we have a vision to serve God. That we have a dream. We have God's call. So we go to mission field. We serve in ministry with a vision, with the promise of God. But in reality, we're still struggling with our own imperfection, self-centeredness. And no wonder why we're having a tremendous conflict in us. I remember entering into ministry the first season. I was so excited. You know, if I serve God... I gotta think about God, and I read the Bible every day, and I pray. You know, with people that would love God as well, and yet in reality of ministry, you know, there are conflicts and arguments and disagreement. Isn't that what happens when you enter into marriage? You had a dream of living, you know, happily ever together. You know, man and woman loving each other, rest of their lives. But in reality, there are conflicts, and there's a gap between a past forgiveness and future hope as well. I'm not just talking about marriage or community relationship, but even internal conflict as well. Oftentimes, we compare ourselves with other people, and we struggle with, at times, insecurity, complex, or even pride. There's a constant turmoil and conflict in us. Young people, they want to really live their lives to pursue the glory of God, but also making their parents proud. They study their best, or they try so hard to work out their relationship with their parents, and yet sometimes their own hurt or disappointment may sip out and experience a continual conflict with their loved ones. They want to get better and they want to restore relationship, but they don't know how to. And all these conflicts that we may experience, it is due to counterfeit expectation. But brothers and sisters, don't let your failure or your weakness define who you are. And that's why Jesus Christ came as a prince of peace to give us the truth of God. Rather than the world or comparison or competition defining who we are, the word of the Lord, the truth of God begin to define who we are. So that even though we fall, even though we make mistake, we are able to experience God's forgiveness and reconciliation again and again. During this season, are you struggling because you've been disappointed? Are you struggling because you thought your 2020 will be a lot better than what we are going through right now? And yet, God is doing something amazing God is doing his working out his salvation plan even through this pandemic. Therefore, as we encounter Jesus Christ, God is inviting us to let go of our own counterfeit expectation and come to the truth of the gospel and let the truth of God define who we are and even our relationship. That leads to number two, the second point. Jesus bridges the gap to resolve conflicts. So there's a gap between God and us, the God's truth and our own false counterfeit expectation. There's a conflict, there's a gap between one another, whether it's a marriage or parents or workplace, the people that we are struggling with the conflicts as well. And we cannot fill the gap. We cannot bridge the gap on our own. Even our relationship with God, that we cannot bridge the gap between man and God, or God and humankind. It doesn't matter how much we try with our religious obligation, that becomes legalism. It doesn't matter how much we try with our own effort to sacrifice but God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. He is the bridge. And he's the only one who can fill the gap. So he sacrificed himself, gave everything for us in order to fill the gap. In verse 6, for to us a child is born, to us a son is Given, And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So, brothers and sisters, how does Jesus bridge the gap to resolve the conflict? The first point, A, he disrupts our counterfeit expectation. Jesus never came to fulfill our own man-made counterfeit expectation. So Jesus who came as a prince, Almighty God, who was laid in a manger, no space. When it comes to a space, you know, that's why many of us we experience conflicts, isn't it? Because you are staying home, you're stuck with your family members all day long eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, seeing the same face again and again and again. You feel like you're stuck. You're being isolated with the people, same people, working from home. Or some of us, not only working from home, but you have to take care of your family members. There's a financial pressure. Or some of us, we even lost our job. We feel like we have no margin, no space, But isn't it interesting, when Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he identified, and there was no place for him. But rather than fulfilling our own counterfeit man-made expectation, God sent Jesus Christ to break and disrupt these wrong counterfeit expectations. Before he fulfills the gap, before he breached the gap, first he disrupts and breaks wrong expectations. Because these are misguided expectations. Isn't that what happens? When we follow God's call, when we obey the word of the Lord, our own human expectation that God breaks those things away. Even as we enter into covenant relationship, even in marriage. In Reality, people say that, well, honeymoon stage is over. But in reality, what God is doing is that God is disrupting and God is breaking those things apart in order to reshape and mold marriage into Christ-like and Christ-centered marriage. Even as we enter into ministry or workplace, all this, our own expectation and ideology, God breaks those things apart so that, that he will shape us and he will build us up, christ center, being sanctified. So as we go through conflicts, what is our own expectation? Our own expectation is that God comes and that he takes our side so that we were Right. I was reading uh, one of the magazines, uh, Success Magazine. It's a secular magazine written by Les Brown. And five strategies of overcoming conflict. I'm not going to share all five. But one of the key principles that really resonated was this. He said, abandon the concept of winning or losing when faced with conflict. Isn't that interesting? So when you're going through a conflict, even in workplace, Abandon, let go of the concept of winning or losing. This is what Secular Magazine is saying. That how much more the you and I in Christ, that we need to let go of our own self-centeredness. It's not about me being right or our spouse being wrong. It's not about me being right and our parents being wrong or other community members. But we oftentimes, when we come to pray that we want God to raise our sin. Well, Jason, you are right. I am your side. I'm going to bless you. But Jesus' reconciliation, restoration never came taking one person's side. But rather than he was teaching us about self denial, letting go of our own stubbornness, letting go of our concept of winning or losing. That's what it means for us to um, let go of our own counterfeit expectation. And that's what repentance is. Repentance means that we respond by submitting our own plan. Repentance is about our own self-stubborn will and plan that we let go before the feet of Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, religious leaders who are stubborn and proud, who had scriptural knowledge of the Old Testament, they couldn't let go and could not repent before the Lord Jesus Christ and having constant conflict with the Messiah. And they were the one tried to crucify Jesus on the cross. Unless Jesus comes and we let go of our own stubbornness, this constant conflict will continue on, even against Jesus, even in our spiritual journey, because God's will versus my will, God's plan versus my own plan. So, for is Jesus the Lord and King over your life? Because when he is the true king and savior and master over your life, you have peace in your heart. But as much as you try to still take ownership of your life and try to dictate the course and direction of your life, you will have a conflict against God. And you will have a conflict within yourself as well. But B, as he disrupts our own counterfeit expectation, then he fulfills beyond our expectation. In verse 7, of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord, host, will do this. As I mentioned, the southern Judah, they expected the son of David, Messiah, will come and restore the kingdom of David to be strong and to be mighty. But when Messiah came, it was not temporal kingdom of God, but it was eternal kingdom of God. The eternal justice, eternal righteousness of God as he proclaimed the kingdom of God is here. And he is promising that zeal of the Lord will do it. What does it mean? It will must happen. It will never fail. And that's why even during this season of pandemic, we are able to trust in the Lord because somehow God is fulfilling his plan of salvation. Somehow he's carrying out his ministry through the church and through family even though we cannot gather together in person. It is very interesting because year 2020 you know our theme was God is doing a new thing. And I was very very excited. You know this this is it. 2020 this is it. We're going to have a lot of you know, prayer, and we're going to plan, we're going to envision for next 10 years. And we're going to get ready for 2030. I was so excited. And I was like challenging, encouraging our ministry leaders and our pastors, you know, this is it. This year is it. And yet, corona pandemic occurs, and we were very devastated, disappointed in the beginning. What do we do? What do we do? We cannot even meet together. But as I look back, year 2020, because of this pandemic, because we were not able to meet together in person, we had to be creative. We had to try so many different things. And it was forcing our community to adapt And let go of some of the non essential things and holding on to essential part of ministry. And feel like God was helping us to be ready for 2015 and uh, 2025 and 2030. Like five years and 10 years down the road. When we look back, we see hands of God, fingerprints of God everywhere. Yes, God disrupted our expectation. But God fulfilled beyond our expectation. I know that many of our young adults, you had a dream. You had your own expectation. God disrupted. But you know what? As you rely upon God and trust in God and God's timing, He is going to fulfill beyond your imagination. That's why we're able to rejoice and trust in God. But lastly, Jesus is the wonderful counselor dwelling in us. In verse 6, it says, Wonderful Counselor. Yes, he fulfills everything, and yet he does not leave us alone. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ dwells in us as a wonderful counselor. I'm not just talking about therapist. It's more than therapist. Wonderful counselor who is the Lord and Savior, but who reveals the truth and who shines through our heart and our mind. And let us know that God's desire and God's will through the scripture. And he is indwelling in us. Uh, one of the principles uh, from Les Brown, Success Magazine, another point is this. Uh, it says, talk through the neutral person to gain perspective and clarity during conflict. And I thought, this is so applicable because we do have neutral person who is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit who brings objective, eternal truth of the word of the Lord. And that's why when we are having conflicts between marriage, when we are having argument, it's not about winning or losing, but mature Christian able to pause during that moment and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and, or conviction of the Holy Spirit. And pause and say, God, who dwells in us, would you be able to reveal the truth? Would you be able to reveal your heart? And as we pause, Holy Spirit brings us a perspective to see each other not through our own counterfeit expectation and disappointment or hurt or anger or frustration, but we see that person through the lens of eyes of God. It's not about during argument, so how do I respond? How do I argue back and then win argument? It's not about how do I make sure that I can control my children but Holy Spirit helps us to listen. Not only the voice of God, but helps us to listen to one another and the heart and the hurt of the other person. And Holy Spirit not only helping us to listen to one another during conflict, but Holy Spirit gives us courage to let go of our own pride, self centeredness, and have courage to say, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't see it that way. I was so consumed about other things. Holy Spirit gives us courage to forgive and grace to be extended as well. That's why, in our conflict, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, who lives indwelling on us, who is the wonderful counselor helps us and guide us to be shaped and molded into the image of God. So, brothers and sisters, that's how we experience the power of extraordinary peace in our lives. And I hope and pray that uh, as we go through conflict internally, in our precious relationship or community, we will be able to remember these principles and continually acknowledge that Jesus is the Lord and the Prince of Peace in our everyday life and experience reconciliation. We mature in faith as we resolve conflict in life with the power of Christ's peace. Let's pray together. As we come before the Lord, brothers and sisters, what are some of the areas you feel like you are being conflicted? Maybe some of you are going through a conflict in your marriage or with your family. Maybe some of you are going through conflicts with some of the Church members of your life group, not overly, but inwardly, having disappointment. Maybe some of us were having this internal conflict within ourselves, with a sense of failure and hurt. Or perhaps some of us were having conflict with God out of disappointment. But as we come before the Lord, recognize that maybe we had our own counterfeit expectation. And let the Lord Jesus Christ come and break those, disrupt our own in order to see the greater, wonderful plan, the way that God will carry and fulfill everything in our lives the Lord the zeal of the Lord will do it that he will use us somehow for his glory he will shape us for his glory and as the Holy Spirit is convicting our heart as a wonderful counselor let's tune in listen and let us respond to him the way that He's guiding us. If you're going through conflicts in your marriage or family members, maybe this is a time before Christmas to reconcile. And would you pray for peace? Not to avoid, but peace of God will somehow bring you into the place of healing and reconciliation. Let's pray together mm mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for sending your only Son, Jesus Christ, came as a Prince of Peace. We bring reconciliation. And yet, many of us who believe that Jesus is our Lord and Savior are still experiencing internal, relational conflicts. Lord, may your Holy Spirit reveal those areas and give us a faith and courage to let go of our own stubbornness and counterfeit expectation, to surrender to your word, your will, your plan over our lives, and to put our important people also first rather than protecting ourselves and help us to experience such healing within in jesus name we pray amen